tell a lie under oath. Aaron, you said you like to learn as many things as you can and hang in any conversation. Are you vaccinated and what's your stance on, on vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. Took a shot at Henny, I've been going brazen, brazen. They say my whole hood got it under investigation. They know they talk that stick talk, that stick talk. They know we talk that lick talk, that lick talk. Two million dollars cash, friend. Started sipping syrup, I've been geek there since. Gotta keep that heat on the sea there since. You know we talk that stick talk, that stick talk. I'm about to f this cash up on a new toy. Fuck the f this cash up on a new toy. You can't understand us, cause you're too soft. Tell a band pants, run them straight through the machine. They came through with a stick and you heard it. They came through in this bitch and they was swerving. I can't believe the blood ain't on my shirt. Because he got hit close range. We be talking stick talk, we be talking bricks too. We be talking lick talk, and I'm a fucking bitch too. I ain't got no manners for no. I'ma put my thumb in a pool. Took a shot of Henny, I've been going crazy, crazy. They say my whole hood got it under investigation. They know they talk that stick talk, that stick talk. They know we talk that lick talk, that lick talk. Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM podcast. Fuck with me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm here again on another bonus uh, topic that I was sent, and it's uh, the. Aaron Rodgers situation, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Now, as you know, I've always said that uh, when it comes to athletics uh, and the vaccine, why have they never asked uh, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or, you know, the the the, faith, the white faces of athletics, which is pretty much the NFL uh, that has white faces that's um, of the, the sport about being vaccinated and what's their stance on it. And um, the thing about it is the reason why we didn't know about this and shout out to Kwame Brown, Buzz Life, when you said that you never, you didn't know about it, that's your first time seeing it, is because they never showed it. They purposely never showed it. Um, the purpose of showing it now is because COVID has come out, that he has COVID and has come out. So everybody's trying to, Covered it behind um, and try to throw their hands up like it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> but the thing about it is um, I was watching uh, Undisputed and Shannon Sharp went totally in on Aaron Rodgers about saying that, you know, he, he's a, uh, arrogant. He swears that he's the smartest guy in the room. Um, he's just this and he's that. But to be honest, Aaron Rodgers kind of is the smartest guy in the room. Um, he purposely gave the yes, I'm immunized uh, statement on purpose. Um, he purposely spoke about other people, about saying, you know, that's their choice. A lot of people's and uh, not vaccinated because he knew he was. The, the problem is this. Um, it's two things about the situation. One, they already had their beefs in the offseason. He doesn't want to be there. So they was like, he could be jeopardizing the season. He could be doing this and doing that. You know, they wouldn't let him go when he said he wanted to go. He went to the organization and said, I want out. And they played hardball. Well, you're under contract. Uh, we don't have to trade. You need us to trade you. You have a lot of money left on your contract. We have to trade you. So you can't, if you sit out, you lose money. And you're going to lose money until your contract's over. So they came to an agreement. 
And he decided to play. Aaron Rodgers had every intention to sabotage the season the best way that he could. And that's smart. You don't want me to walk out of here and bow out gracefully, just shake hands and let go. Uh, I got you. And that's one of the things that as African-Americans, you know, when we're put in those positions, we're always back in the corner because we don't know that we have options or we don't want to soil our reputation or, or just be the black sheep of a situation. You know, Aaron Rodgers has done a lot of questionable things in all season that has showed his rebellion, not showing up the training camp, going on vacation, not working out, not practicing. Granted, you know, athletically, being a quarterback, especially with the rules of you not being able to hit him, what what does he need to have that he has to work out and be in technically game shape? The rules are stating that you can't hit him. All he has to do is drop back, throw the ball. He does not have to move around. He does not have to be a running back. He has to be, you know, blazing fast. He has to have his footwork together. He, he doesn't. He just drops back. And he's able to get out of trouble. That's all. Extend the play, get around the corner. That's all he has to do. He does not have to be athletically inclined to be ready in game shape. Don't hurt your arm. Be able to throw. He doesn't have to jog around and be in shape. But we don't want to cross that line when it comes to being arrogant or looking like we're putting our foot down. So it's certain things that we don't want to do. Um, but it's genius. And it's the things that we have to, we're so outraged about it, but we're taking so much time with being outraged and not paying attention and learning things from this. You know, it shows you the privilege. It shows you the difference of what black athletes have and how, you know, uneducated we are when it comes to certain situations, you know, because they asked him, are you vaccinated? What's your stance on it? He says, yes, I'm immunized, you know, and nobody thought to be like, whoa, um, well, when you say that, can you elaborate? Can you, you know, clarify what you mean by that? But when Mr. LeBron did the same thing, you know, LeBron said uh, he didn't want to speak about it first. And they killed LeBron because he just did not want to state yes or no. That's all bro didn't want to do was just say yes. Hey, whatever somebody else do, that's big business. That's not mine. But they wanted him to say if he was and with his stance, because they wanted him to go out there and tell everybody, get vaccinated. Hey, y'all go out there, take the shot, do this, do that. They wanted him to do that, but he didn't want to. But then when it came down with, he didn't want to say it, everybody started blowing him up in the media, talking bad about it. When he finally came back out and finally said, all right, guys, yes, me and my family. Is and he answered the question with clarification. And he he just dotted every I and crossed every T for you to have no question about if he was or if he wasn't when he left that podium. Aaron Rodgers did the same thing. <laughs> he did the same thing. He did not. All he did was answer your question, but you did not go and get it down to the simplest form like we do fractions. It was some other ways that that. That, that answer wasn't broken down into the simplest form. There was some other ways you can break that down. It's like fractions to get to the simplest form. But they chose not to. They purposely put everything else of that interview on sports, on the internet, on social media, except for that part. 
And you can't go back and, and check. You can't go back and research because it's floating so much now to the point where it, it is, it's going to be a hit and miss if you, if you can tell if it wasn't. But the thing about it is the whole time I was looking at that Aaron Rodgers situation when, cause I wanted to see the controversy on how they were going to go about the situation. So I watched all of it and they did not put that on there. That was perfect. And when he was saying, yes, I mean, uh, you can see the way that he looked away with his eyes, you know, being careful with his words. And he knew that was a way to get out. It was a loophole. It's a gray area. Gray areas. If, if, if gray areas are okay if you don't ask questions and break it down even more. So just like you said, you know, basically he's a liar. He lied about it. And that's just real. He definitely lied. I mean, that is, is, is no question about it. He lied about it, you know, but let's think about it. We could have caught that lie and have addressed that lie way before the season was came about, but he got pushed to the side. You know, now everybody's like looking to see how they trash him in, a, in comparison to Kyrie Irving, you know. But the thing about it is, no matter what, his situation is worse, but... It wasn't to the point of what everybody's thinking, like he just lied because he was afraid of what people think of. Because Aaron Rodgers has went on record and standing and, and, and being a, you know, a rebel on a lot of things. He went on his homeboy podcast the other day, you know, a week ago, a week or so ago about, you know, standing on the Dave Chappelle situation. He didn't say he went against the woke community. You know, so it's not like he cares about what people think about his stance on stuff. He does not care. So he did not purposely hide it. He didn't hide it at all. This was strategic and it was to prove a point. So let's just stop talking about how he's a liar and this, that, and the other. He played them. He purposely played them. And I applaud him for it, man, because that that just shows privilege. It shows privilege. And I, I don't I don't see anything at the matter of it because it's just like, bro, we have to start taking notes. We got to start taking notes and learning and moving how those type of people think. We move the same way. We got to. The thing about it is it's the confidence level. It's the confidence level. It's the confidence level. When we say what we say, stand on it. See, certain things like that, we'll say it and then hope we get away with it. So when they combat it and stand against us after we said, some people bow down again. Like, damn, thought that was going to slide. No, 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 no. If you know what's real and you that's how you stand, stand on it. Like Kyrie kept it 1,000 from the jump, from the jump. You know, when they said about some people knew about it on the team, the organization knew, the people that knew, the people that really, really knew, kept it a secret, he had already went to them and was like, look, bro. Y'all know I don't want to be up. Y'all know they're trying. So look, it's what it is. This is a chance to where either it can blow up or we can get by with it. As long as y'all keep y'all mouth closed, as long as y'all don't catch COVID, it won't get out. But if it get out, if we don't wag this, if we don't get away with it, you have to be okay with the consequences that come behind it, the way that I'm moving. And a lot of them was like, okay. And it's the real close people that he's with and understand the business aspect of it, man, that 
that really was okay with it. You know, now I cannot say, you know, with Devontae Adam that that was something that he went with was like, I bet, bro, I feel you so much of, you know, because again, Devontae Adams is pretty much now that Julio is, you know, kind of taking a, a down, a downside on now that he's with Tennessee. Now, but you just still got Deontay Hopkins. So Devontae Adams is pretty much kind of, quote unquote, the number one best receiver in the league right now. Since Julio has kind of conceded with the number one spot. And now you got, you know, D-Hop. But he's still got a lot of years ahead of him. Um, so he's just really enjoying the ride that he can with Aaron Rodgers because at the end of the day, when Aaron Rodgers leaves, I mean, he's going to go through a down spiral with who's left. Um, so it's going to be a couple of years, depending on um, who he gets and how good Jordan Love is to, to get him the ball. But he's going to ride out that way with Aaron Rodgers. Just to play with Aaron Rodgers, bro, he's going to turn a blind eye to a couple of things, too. Um, the only thing is with him keeping quiet about it and knowing about how, you know, Aaron Rodgers is doing what he's doing, it's not going to get him in trouble if it, if it blow up. I mean, as a teammate, overall record, yes, whatever the, the punishment is for the team, yeah, he'll get hit with that. Um, record-wise, no Super Bowl. If they got to strip the wins, the fines, the team gets fined, not the individual players. Aaron Rodgers will get individually fined and has punishment, and then the organization will. But Devontae would not get any punishment for himself if it blow up. So why not? to be like, well, bro, that's on you. I, hey, I wish I can do it. And then his mind is probably like, damn, boy, you strong, you a strong ass white boy. Hey, boy, I applaud you, boy. Hey, and you're like, you get rid, get get away with that, boy. But if I get, if I try some shit like that, I'm gonna get crucified. But I'm interested in watching to see how this shit go. That's just how it is. But we got to start taking note on certain situations on on how things go, man. Because it's it's one of them things, man, that. We have to be able to read the room, take note, feel, and know when shit is shady and stand on that shit. But stop waiting for the media to 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 be outraged, to show us what to be outraged about. This is something, yes, he lied, but we are sitting here outraged and we keep crying about, well, if he was black, he wouldn't get away with that. But damn. Hey, all the black analysts, shit, y'all should be, damn, Stephen A, da 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 He should be saving that same energy for Aaron Rodgers than he is in Kyrie. Right, you know, why are we sitting here waiting for Stephen A to act up on Aaron Rodgers or for a white athlete the same way that he act up on a black? Stop waiting for Stephen A. He is not. He is the number one paid analyst in ESPN right now. He is not about to have outcry. Stop waiting on it. They are paying this man top dollar to dance. He's not going to go against the grain. He does not have power to. He does not have the, he, he does not have the manhood to do it because he is, he has stood on so many people's heads because now he's on top that he is so afraid now to lose something so big and go back to being regular like other people that he stood on their head. To go back and be in the same level and have to bow down because you can see his face because they waited today. Everybody anticipated to see. And like Brother Kwame said, when they gave him that script this morning and told him, you bet not raise your voice. You bet not go against the grain. He had to not only eat crow because he was so gung-ho 
Aaron Rodgers to the top of the mountain. So not only he had to eat that because he has disappointed him there, he can't even really speak his real mind about it. So it's not that he didn't want to. He had a different energy with a white athlete, black athlete. It is now he's realizing everybody has noted that, bruh, they got you buck dance. And it's so evident. And it's, it's tearing him apart. It's driving him insane. It's draining him that he wants to say something. And he can't because they're the ones who write his check. He can't do anything. And I, I wish even they would just man up and just stand. Bro, those $12 million you get, man, save it. Save it, bruh. Just save your bread, bruh. And um, because you're going to need it. You're going to really need to save that money because when you finally stand up on your two feet, you're going to need it because they're going to let you go. They're definitely going to let you go and ESPN is not going to have your back anymore. And they're, gonna, they're most definitely going to pick the next person that your next replacement that they can get to dance some more. And once your time is up, man, I definitely hope you have enough money, man, that you are able to stand on your own two feet and make your own because you're going to need it. You're definitely going to need it. Um, but we got to stop waiting for certain people like that to be the voice of our community. Either you're going to sit up there and ride with them and understand the way of the world of this corporate L.A., you know, masses money and how it comes, because those are certain decisions that they have to make to make those million dollars. Man. Um, those million of dollars that some of these guys make, it comes with a price of losing morals, integrity. You know, a lot of those come at a price. And it's a very expensive price, you know, and you got to understand where they come from, why they make these type of decisions. Only the strong ones who really, really know that money is not the thing that brings happiness or money does not always get rid of certain traumas and things that you can't you can't get rid of. Your past life, the past things that happen in your life that you go through, man, money is not going to erase those memories that you have. It's not. Those memories, those things are still going to be there no matter what. And we got to stop thinking money is going to, and I think we get admit, you know, we get it misconstrued on, just speak about money is not going to change it or it's not going to erase things. We're thinking a lot of money is just going to help us not think about those things. But man, you don't really realize they they, they push drug and alcohol so hard in, in, this, in our community and in this world. So when you're by yourself in your house and in your room and you're under the influence of things, um, you don't realize, man, that's the, the time that a lot of things come in that mind. Um, when you're home by yourself and you're in a room alone and it's quiet, when it is quiet, that's the most time that you think. You don't have any distractions of a TV or phone. That's when that mind wonders. So no matter if you're a billionaire or a millionaire or you dead broke, bro, those traumas you're going to think about. You're going to always think about those traumas. So money is not going to change it. And if it's not going to change it, bro, why do we sell our souls and just give up our morals? You know, thinking that that that's going to change. And I used to always think in my mind, like people say money don't bring happiness or money is not going to do this. And I used to say, man, shit, shut the hell up, man. Shit, let me see if it works. I ain't got no money. Yet. Let me they, they don't 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 kill my joy. Let me get the money. first. Let me see. Let me experience it on myself, you know, and. Even now, still being broke as hell, you know, I see it that it don't, you know, it don't. And it just brings more and more depression because it just shows the more money that you have, the more things you try to do to cover up and hide your pain. You will buy the more, more clothes, more shoes, you know, more drugs. 
that's what's gonna happen. And you spend your money on on on, on stuff that's so not needed, but you just want to fill a void and to hide behind so much pain. So with him lying or withholding truth, because basically it's both things. He lied and he just withheld some of the truth because all he did was just change wordplay. We got to understand where stop getting so caught up on words. We see words and think the worst of the, the, the words, because some things, depending on how you use, that's the intensity or it is the severity of what they're actually talking about. We we got to understand the word, you know, thirsty. That's a word that's misconstrued. You know, thirsty. We can use it as a joke, man, when somebody just real impatient and want to run up and bumping you and want to push you. Like, God damn, man, you're thirsty as hell. I'm back up, man, man. And we laugh about that. But then don't let somebody be in your inbox and be like, damn, he thirsty. She thirsty. Now it's an insult. It's, it's the way that you use it, the intent that you use it. So you got to pay attention to words, man. Stop getting so caught up with the word itself. Listen to the message part, man. He said, yes, I'm in now. I mean, shit. At the end of the day, no, nah, nigga, did I? Are you vaccinated? That was the question. Are you vaccinated? He said, yes. And then he used in his eyes. So that means he answered your question with a lie, but then he gave you something else to cover up that saying, I'm not saying that I'm vaccinated. I'm answering your question, but I'm not answering your question about being vaccinated. Because somebody should have said, but wait, are you vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? And that's the issue. He knew that that gray area. It's so perfect because once you get in a gray area, you have an argument because he did not admit to anything. It's a lie. You know, it's a lie. You know that. But he did not admit to anything. He didn't admit. So you is that's that gray area. That's the gray area. See, they make us again. It goes back to that fraction. You break it down to the most simplest form. They're going to break it down to the simplest form to get to the last answer for us to get that clarification. But see, we're just going to take for face value for that white athlete. Just answer the question. However they give us that answer, we take it face value. That's the problem. You got to stop looking at what they give you in the face. And there's always something behind that wall that they give you right in the initiative. They just don't want you to pry. People keep saying, stop overthinking. Stop thinking so much. Because they want you to take everything for face value. There's always something behind that door. If you go and open up that door, if there's nothing there, okay, why not? Okay, great. Telling the truth. But if you go behind that door and there's something there, you get mad. We allow people to snap on us for investigating even people. How the fuck you gonna get mad at me for finding out that you're lying to me? But we are able to let people belittle us or chastise us because we went a little deeper into finding out that you lied. You, you lied to me. Somebody would tell you, damn, bro, you ain't had to do all that, bro. Like, who in their right mind be like, well, my bad, bro. I just, I mean, I felt like you were lying to me. I found out you were lying to me, but you right, bro. I ain't really had to do all that to find out you was lying. I should have just took the lie and just rolled with it. Like, who the fuck gonna do that? Nah, nigga, don't, don't snap on me because I found out you lying. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? That's the problem, the mind games that the world plays. And it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Also, you know, before I, I close out on also, um, the athlete, man, um, from the Raiders, rub, you know, with getting a drunk driving, a 22-year-old um, that was driving a Corvette, and he hit a, a woman. He's 22 years old. The woman that he killed, 
23. He ran into the back of her. He was flying in a Corvette at 152 miles an hour. When the when he the the airbags came out, he was at 127. Man, just imagine you at a red light taxing. Because, you know, we ain't supposed to be texting while we driving, but we choose to text while we at a red light. Stop signing. Just imagine just la 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 la. You know, mind your own business. You just stop following the rules and just something comes and hits you at full force that you was not even expecting. And he hit us so hard, bruh, that her car exploded. Bruh, he killed a woman. Not only killed a woman, he killed a dog. So now, let's, let's go back to Michael Vick. He was fighting now. That's charged for fighting dog. Now, if a dog losing a dog fight, what's the punishment? Kill him. So, nine times out of ten, there's a lot of dogs probably killed because they ain't they saw, right? Well, they didn't go that deep with that because they probably could have went deeper to do that. But it didn't. But the 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 way that the media and the people shitted on him for, for animal cruelty, just imagine the things that they're going to pile on this young man. Not only that he killed the woman and her dog, that's two deaths. Because now, if they're going to give you murder for a canine and treat you as a federal offense of murder if you kill a police canine as if he was a human being, this is, and you will get animal cruelty for a regular dog. Just imagine. But my point of this is, we gotta, we can't, this is a very, very touch and go situation on both sides. When it comes to people, man, you know, just throw your life away, man. Oh, what a waste of life. You know, you, life was going good and you just want to put yourself in this. And man, just people the world just, and then there's no other, and then you have the other side where, hey, we need to stand with this black man. We need to da 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 da. Bro, it's so hard in this instance to stand with this black man because it's so early and it's both ways it can be so insensitive. But in my opinion, not everybody may not agree, but in my opinion, bro, we need to let this situation go and don't say anything and just let it play out. It's no words we can say to his family nor to that woman's family. Both families just lost somebody that they love. The only difference is that man will be able to visit his to the last days, either he's gonna die in prison, which he probably not, vehicular homicide, or you know, it's DUI negligence by a result of death. Twenty years, he get out for fifty. More than likely, he probably get out for forty. He probably do fifteen years, you know, probation for the rest of the time. Maybe ten to fifteen, and then get out, you know, parole out. Um, because it wasn't a malicious first degree capital murder. You know what I'm saying? It was negligence involved, but it's not super malicious. It was just negligent. So you can't throw the book at him. But he's going to get out. But he has to live with that for the rest of his life. That's going to be on his country. He has to lay, not only he has to lay in bed and realize that he took a life, an innocent life, but his negligence. He also just threw away millions and millions of dollars that would have set generational wealth. This black man has so much that he is about to unpack and have on his shoulders on him that you will never ever think about because right now we are free and have our own things going on right now. But bruh, he just threw away so much and gave up so much and did so much that the world is on his shoulders. And bro, mental health, I just pray that he is able to get through and he does not crack up. That's the only thing. I can't say I, I stand with this black man. I can't 
because I don't want to be insensitive to them. But I don't want to just say how stupid he is, how ignorant he is, how he threw away. Now that's insensitive to his family. If you want to say anything, in my opinion, just pray that on both sides, they can get through this mentally because it is about to, on both sides, crush them. But that black man now, he has it all going to come crashing down because he lost, he not only lost his life, he was, his actions resulted to another life being lost. And he gave up a chance of a lifetime to change his situation that he came out of. He left out of a bad product of your environment situation that he was blessed to come out of to change the folks that's just like him, that he didn't get caught in the street. He didn't pick up a gun and kill anybody. He didn't rob anybody. He went away from doing those type of crimes to still doing the crime that took a life. How crazy is that? To walk away from being a murderer, a thief, and a liar, conniving, you know, being a thug, being a hoodlum. He beat all those odds and didn't have to get to that to be. He beat those odds not to get in jail because they thought where he came from, where the route that he could have been going as a black man, the jail was his route. And throughout the years, coming out of high school, going through college, football is what kept him from going that route. And yet, he still find himself behind bars, still find himself being classified as a criminal. But that's a lot. But that's a lot for a black man. But sometimes, bro, we try so hard to beat the odds on things that people would, we, we try so hard not to be our parents or we try so hard not to fuck something up. Psychologically, trying so hard not to do it, we end up still doing it because we're trying so hard not to. We don't realize the red flags or the cycle or the steps that we take that we just think there's only one way to get there. But there's other ways to get there. It's just like a GPS. It gives you three or four different routes. The fasting route, the no toll route, the back road route, fastest highway route, the interstate route. It gives you all those routes. You can choose from any one of them. So going to jail and being a criminal is not just one way. You don't have to be a killer, a thief to be a criminal, be a rapist. You know what I'm saying? You don't to be a killer, you don't have to just stab and shoot a motherfucker. He killed the person in the car. And and that's a lot to unpack. But guys, Again, you know, like I said, we're going to, you know, start with giving these bonus uh, episodes during the week, man, when I'm when I'm hit with certain topics to speak on. And I want you guys to continue to uh, to give me ideas. Tell me what you want to hear. Most definitely, we're going to make sure that it it, it gets it, it gets out and let's talk about it. Let's continue to talk about these things and let's continue to work together to help each other, man, because once we educate each other and once we hold each other accountable, um, that's when we're going to get better. Um, and, and that's what we need. And I appreciate you guys for listening, man, and, and coming through once again. And it's, it's, it's JP on the FWM podcast. Fuck with me. Yeah.
consider the stuff of individuals who can't seem to get on eye level. Pedal to the metal when you back it up. Lil' PYT and she tatted up. If it's adding up, they gon' be mad at us. They'll love us more if we had it rough. You deserve point trust. Mega bucks, model status, baby, you the best. Lisa, I see it, you know I peed it. I'm tryna leave you leaking out through the mattress. Design of fashion should be your flavor. Katy Perry should be your neighbor. Hop out of the island with no neighbors. Vacation wise, me, I'm pro Jamaica. God, still Vega, my weed. Coheaver's chasing slow speeds. Off dark for days, I had to dump the cops with two pieces. Serve no needs. Your physique got me geek, girl, flaws and all. Rapunzel, let your head out, let me climb your walls. Take a dog, then no, a dog screen all of the cars for a round of applause. Clap on, clap on. I feel like that's the purest form of expression. 